0: It is time for Around the 412 with Smitty and Tyler. Welcome back to another episode of Around the 412. I'm Tyler. With me, as always, is my co host Smitty. Be sure to follow us on all of our social medias at Around the 412. And whether you're listening on a listening platform or over on YouTube, leave us a five star review and subscribe to the channels. While you're on those channels, go check out the links that we have in the description. We've got a Facebook link for everything custom designs. Our friend Haley Wagner Small Business. You can see Smitty. And if you're over on YouTube wearing the shirt, the around the 412 shirt that you can get for yourself. If you go check her out, we have that Facebook link so you can get in contact with her. We, she doesn't just have around the 4 and 2 stuff. She did have Valentine's Day stuff, but Valentine's Day is over. But she, there's going to be plenty of holidays coming up, but she can do all sorts of stuff, not just holidays and not around the 4 and 2 shelf. E- Easter's next month. Stuff. Early Easter. E- Early Easter. That's yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Easter is in March. So who knows? Maybe she'll have some Easter merch for you and your family. But go check her out. Mm-hmm. Facebook link. Everything Custom designs on every single platform. Um, Penguin show. The Penguins are sucking again. Um, they, they've they played two games. They played a back to back since the last time we spoke, and yeah. they suck again. Basically, everything that we talked about last week, where they were getting better but from the previous this episode, season's been, though. throw it out the window because yeah. we're back to just a lot of pain and suffering. They lose two games right, in everyone. regulation. Hi, they lose two games in regulation to the Minnesota Wild. And to the Winnipeg Jets, and not only do they lose them in regulation, but you know those games in hand that we have been talking about that if they win those, they're they're in the race, they could be ahead of the Flyers. Well, they're just pissing those away because they're losing them in regulation, not getting any points back, and they're just not playing good hockey. And so I just beg the question, are they just a bad hockey team? I feel like
1: every week our conversation on here changes. Like so, that means next week, like they're going to win streak now. Uh, they got the Panthers, Blackhawks, and Can- actually they might play four games because we probably they play on Tuesday next week. So they, they're going to play four games probably before we record next. They'll probably go four and zero, and then we're going to be having a different con- like this is how the season has gone. Um, but I, I don't know. Like yeah, this this past weekend, all the vibes that were high after that game right out of the break against the Jets. Came crashing back down to earth. Um, a lot of the things that we've, we've talked about, a lot of the warts, they, they've, they've started to show again. Um, you know, the power play one for nine within those two games. Um, you know, nobody really outside of the SIDS line showing up on a regular basis. You're getting good goaltending. You're just throwing those performances away that you're getting in net. Uh, like that that game against the Jets, Tristan Jari was was very good in. Didn't matter. Nobody else showed up. So, uh yeah, I, I don't know where to go where to go with this team because again, it's like rebuild, like people want to trade off at, it's not even possible. Like you can trade some guys away, but you truthfully cannot rebuild with the way that this, the I gonna say Steelers, the penguins contracts are like th- they have too many contracts on the books that either literally can't be moved or are going to be very hard to move that don't make a rebuild possible right now. Like sure you can trade Jake Denzel, you can trade Riley Smith probably trade Marcus Pedersen the the contracts that are really weighing this thing down, that Ryan Graves contract uh, that Ricard Raquel contract. I don't want to lump Brian rustin with those two, just because like, it's not that bad, but don't know that he's necessarily living up to that. What we gave him like, so again, I'll, I'll throw that one in a different bucket, specifically the Raquel and Graves ones. You can't do anything with those like, or you're attaching an asset to move them. And at that point, does it make sense? Like, because If you're having to attach assets as opposed to acquiring them, which are what you need to kickstart a rebuild, does it make any sense? Like, they're kind of just in limbo right now. I feel like they have to kind of just be status quo.
0: Then I think we should change this conversation because we've had this conversation multiple times this season because, like you said, we keep flip-flopping.
1: Yeah, every every week people are asking us, hey, who's a trade target if they're... A buyer or who else hey, can they trade sell? besides Denzel if they're a seller yeah <laughs> Yeah,
0: I let's let's change this conversation then to not should they rebuild but should mm-hmm. they try to have and, and I know that we've had somewhat of a conversation about this probably at least a month ago maybe a little longer Um discussing Mike Sullivan and his tenure mm. as, yeah. as Penguins head coach I feel like that's naturally where I would go next if you were not going to commit to a rebuild and you're not, and you're not committing to like, like they're not going to be hard buyers at the trade deadline. They don't have the cap room to be able to do that. But with the team that you have in ham, should Kyle Dubas and the penguins organization look at continuing this penguins? I mean, uh, maybe even this, this season, but at least after this season moving forward, should they continue to try to win with the people that they have in house right now, under a different head coach, because if you're not going to be able to commit to a rebuild and you pointed out the reason why you have those contracts that you're tied up to. So you're not really good enough to win, but you're also not really good enough to like be one of the worst teams either. And, and and really sell to it. Should they naturally look somewhere else? And I feel like that natural look, is to the head coaching position and see if somebody else can get more out of this hockey team as currently constructed. Because I've always said that I don't, I can't envision the Penguins rebuilding as long as Sidney Crosby's on the roster. Yeah. I, I don't, and I know I said that that if they traded Gensel, you should trade everybody. I, but it's just hard for me to imagine having Sidney Crosby, despite his age and everything and where he's at in his career, because he's still at over a point per game player because of that fact it's hard for me to ever see them rebuilding when he's on the team so should they try or should they experiment with a different head coach and see if they can get more out of this team because if you're not going to be able to change the team itself for your coach something's got to give at some point
1: the short answer is yes i think that you give a different head coach the shot to see what this team looks like under him because you can't make enough changes with this team for t- like you can change one coach Overnight. Now, will you get different results, better results? I don't know. But you can't just completely redo an entire team overnight. Like, that Mm -hmm. literally can't happen. So the the coach is much easier to do, obviously. But I don't think that that's what's going to happen. Like They just recently gave him a new contract. How many times have we heard Kyle Dubas talk about Mike Sullivan and him being a part of this process together? What I could realistically see happening, though, excuse me, is the assistant coaches being pretty much completely redone after this season and then next season is really the time when we have this conversation about Mike Sullivan. I don't think it's, I think we're a year early talking about it. I think if next, like, okay, say they miss the playoffs this year, you're going to go into next year having missed the playoffs two seasons in a row. I don't know that there's going to be that much patience from Kyle Dubas and Fenway sports group. I think like this year, with the state like they can't be blind to it they have to realize how bare the bottom six of this team is and the contributions that they're getting um but you know i i think some of it has been Dubas's is doing a lot of it was mistakes that were made prior to him being here but again we can't let him off the hey ron hetchstall did not sign ryan graves to six-year deal mm-hmm. like there, there's some things for sure that kyle dubas has done that ron hetchstall did not do um But largely, you know, he's cleaning up a mess right now, and it's not going to be different overnight. Um, They've done a good job in terms of preventing goals, third least amount of goals allowed. You know, and is that completely on the goaltender, or is that a product of them getting better in their own end? I think it's primarily the goalie, but I do have to give them credit. I think they've been a better transition defense, for sure. Um, I still think there's some to be desired in terms of actually in-zone defense in their own end. I'm getting a little bit off track here. but. yeah, I think we're a year early on the Sullivan conversation because I don't think it's a conversation for the organization until next year.
0: That's fair. I think that's fair. But is it too late at that point? Like, I... Cause Could be, yeah. Because they, they have to re-sign Gensel if that's the case. You you, you can't lose him in free agency because I think regardless of whether they trade him or regardless of whether they lose him to free agency, if Gensel is not on the opening day roster outside of an injury... Okay, don't hold me mm-hmm. to that that wording... Uh, if he's not on the opening day roster next year, your team's not as good and you're not going to be competitive. And I I'm, I firmly believe that because I don't think that, especially at the price that you could get Gensel for, for the output that you get from Gensel from anybody else that you could bring in, you're not going to be able to, to bring in anybody like that. You're not going to be as good, especially from a team that your first line is the only one that drives off since, consistently night in and night out with Sid and Jake you're not going to be able to be as good. And so I don't think it's a fair assessment if you go into next season if you don't have Jake Gensel on the roster.
1: Yeah. No, I I agree. So not what you want, but what you think will happen. How do you think the Gensel thing plays out?
0: I do think they re-sign him because I think the Penguins, their backs are against the wall on that. I I, I don't think they have any other choice. And I think that's very clear. And uh, I mean, how much cap do they have? This offseason. I'm on mm. cap friendly right now. Let me just check real quick. Um cap salary cap, cap projected cap space. There we go. Um this offseason, they're projected at 17.2 million in mm, okay. beca- because of some free agents they have. Free agents they have are uh Jansen Harkins, Alex Devel- Nedeljkovic, Chad Ruedel. POJ is an RFA. I'd still be in, in interested in seeing where you could dangle out there with him as far as, like, trade options. Um, if you're looking to – Jeff Carter's off the books. Jeff Carter's off the books. I and mean, then, obviously, Jake Gensel's contract is off the books. But you'd be looking to resign him and give him a little bit of a raise. I I, I think it's realistic that the Penguins could sign J- Jake Gensel. Um, and I, I think that they need to. And I genuinely believe what I say. Like, I don't think that you're going to get a better option – out outside of the Penguins organization, for what you get for Jake Gensel, uh or from Jake Gensel than just re-signing him. Any free agent that you can bring in, one, you're going to overpay for. It. It's free agency. If you're not bringing in your in-house kid, you're going to be able to overpay because that's just how kind of how free agency works. You're not going to trade for anybody because the Penguins. Wild Kyle Dubas has the the job of trying to stay competitive right now and and try to win this team a stanley cup he also has the job of rebuilding this team while they're still being competitive which is a tricky tricky task to do but you're not going to be able to do that by trading away all your assets so they're not going to trade anybody that can be a scorer like jake edsel because so i think that their their hands are kind of tied in the situation and i think it's probably similar to what the tristan jarry situation is except obviously it's viewed at differently because of have what those players were in free agency. But in the sense of Tristan Jari, it was almost like they had to bring him back because there was no other options that were good enough for a goaltender this season. I feel like that's the Mm -hmm. same thing with Jake Gensel and except for not that there's not going to be any other options that they could go about to get a score like that. But I don't think there's going to be any other options that are going to be more realistic then bringing in your talented guy that you already have that you know you're going to be able to get the best contract from not some free agent and you're not going to have to trade assets for him
1: yeah i mean even looking at free agents like anybody that would even be somewhat comparable like what are the chances that they even hit free agency like Gensel is the one it seems like people have the most question about like nobody's really talking about sam reinhardt like he's going to be re-signed by florida elias patterson mm-hmm. He's going to be resigned by Vancouver, and then you're getting down to like older guys, like thirty-three-year-old Matthew Shane, Stephen Stamker. Like those are the guys that are free agents this year. There's nobody within like that bucket, like we're talking about here with Denzel. I mean, there's only three pending UFAs this year that have fifty points: it's Jake Denzel, Sam Reinhart, and Elias Patterson, the three guys I just mentioned. And then you have a bunch of thirty-three-year-old or plus guys until you get down to like Casey Middlestat who's 25 lucas raymond who's 22 seth jarvis who's 22 again you know at their age like these guys probably not hitting free agency it's not a great free agent class by the way i mean Mm. i don't know i think it's interesting it's almost like if they do let Gensel go whether it's via trade or you know if they somehow get to free agency and he walks i almost feel like they're not going to even replace him right away like it's almost like that's when they I, again you can't really rebuild but that's when they look to not add salary or like you know spend to the cap the way that they have
0: and that's where you fall into the scenario that i was talking about where you're just not going to be as good because you're not yeah. going to be able to bring anybody in obviously that helps out a cap situation it, it helps you from not guess, maybe tied they, up they look into the a contract market? i don't know but at yeah. the same time they don't have the assets to be able to do that what assets do they have besides picks? And you're not going to be, be mm-hmm. get better without your picks. I mean, we've learned that, that <laughs> you, your farm system does not get better when you keep trading away your first-round picks. And to get a talent like Jen, Jake, Jake Gensel, you're going to be trading away for at least a first-round pick. They're, they're in a no-win situation, but their only win is re-signing him. That's the only outcome where the Penguins come out on top. Otherwise, I, I think it's a loss.
1: They're going to get. Say they do trade Denzel, and it's similar to like the Claude Giroux trade that Friedman threw out there. First, a third and a play, you know, a prospect slash NHL player guy that's pretty close. Owen Tippett was the player that was traded yeah. from Florida to, to Philly in that. And, that, and he's a pretty good player. Um, but say it's something comparable to that. What if they just turned around and traded basically those same assets to somebody else for a guy with control that is like you know a Jake Denzel type
0: player? So you're saying a first, a third, and, maybe not
1: all of it, uh, but I'm just saying something that they've recouped in the Gensel trade for
0: you know a, a number one left wing then that's uh, I mean that's more swallowable, but mm-hmm. you that guy better have a card I don't even already. know a
1: name, you know what I mean like yeah, that's
0: what I mean, yeah, I know guy. what you're saying, but like that that would be that would be easier to swallow, but i I still think that i I don't think that you're going to get a better option than just resigning him. I understand that you already have a lot of contracts on the books, but you're going to be able to find a way to get out of some of those, whether you like it or not, you're going to be able to find a way to get out of some of the contracts. You don't want to, you're not going to be able to find another option when it comes to replacing Jake Gensel. So you need to just sign him.
1: Can we, can we, uh, can we get Dallas to trade us Jason Robertson? No. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> Why would they do that? I don't know. I'm looking at the the best left-wing in hockey. The best uh... left...
0: That's our... How how do you guys find your trade options? Well, we just Google the the top-ranked players (laughs) in the league, and then we Mm -hmm. we filter. You guys came up. Yep.
1: (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, it's a very unenviable position, I think, for Kyle Dubas and company with where this team is at, with the assets that they have with uh, the contract situation of Jake Gensel to try and decide how to approach this. Um, I don't know. We've got, I think we got two questions here involving the, actually one, not even a question. It's just, a, it's just says thoughts. This is from Clark, which by the way, last week's episode, pretty much entirely because of Clark, you guys are welcome for that though, with the WrestleMania card <laughs> completely of penguins. Um, Phil Kessel was in Vancouver to meet with the Canucks. And Clark said, what are your thoughts? Interesting um it makes sense you know kessel it could work out great for him if he ends up if this pans out and he does sign with the cucks to just you know obviously basically take half the season off then sign with a contender living the life man um we'll see if it comes to fruition interesting fit but like rick talk is the head coach there so it makes sense right so uh but yeah I and think
0: uh it, jim rutherford's the president of hockey ops there so yeah he just, he just um, can't help himself
1: who's the other guy that's with him um that used to be with the penguins his assistant gm something with an a patrick alvin yeah he's there yeah. as well with jim rutherford so yeah i mean it makes sense it checks a lot of boxes for kessel um don't know what the role would be for him but like you know we've talked a lot about the power play stuff right even if he's a guy that goes there and just gives them a little bit of a shot in the arm uh, on the power play i think it's a win for them that's a team that's obviously going to be playing in the postseason guy that's played a lot of postseason hockey in his time at pittsburgh
0: I like the fit. I like the fit too. Um, honestly, I'd probably like the fit on Pittsburgh right now. If I'm being completely honest, sure. Yeah, we need we need something to fix the power play, and we need something to uh, get that that middle six going. I I would not turn my nose up at a Phil Kessel reunion. I mean, you get you got to throw everything at the wall this season. And I agree, but, but yeah, Jesse I like the top me. six. So <laughs> that's what we're saying. That's what I'm saying. Man, I, I I would nothing I would, against him, but I wish I could trade for Casperri Capitan right now. That's how I feel. <laughs> what do you think Brock McGinn's up to in Anaheim? I'm Dude. I mean, um, we joke, ahead. but like, you know, a player I wish was on our roster right now, Evan Rodriguez. Oh man, yeah.
1: I mean, he's pretty much in that. Like you, you know how I feel about Jared McCann. I, I Evan Rodriguez is like right there for me with guys that got away.
0: Freddie Gaudreau. I would also like to t- have him back, too.
1: We, we can just sit here all day and, and name these. The way that their scoring has fallen off, though, is just insane. And it's like, this year is even worse than last year. Like, we were complaining about their lack of scoring depth last season. What would we give to have last season, offensively, and this year defensively? Like, yeah. There, there might be go. a
0: decent there. hockey team. But, yeah, alas. The, the, the amount of players that we have between 2018 to now that we could say, how good would they be on this team right now? Or how much do we want them on this player right now? Yeah. Last year's Jason Zucker. Yeah. What what he signed for? One year, 5 million. Mm -hmm. Maybe five and a half.
1: It was, it was less than six for sure. Somewhere between five.
0: Hell give him six at one year. I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, man. There's several players that, that you look at and it's like, how, how are they not on the Penguins anymore?
1: Um, the second question was thoughts on finding a second line center and moving Gino to the wing. Um, I do think that this is going to be coming down the pipeline. You know, at some point in Gino's like the very tail end of his career, we could possibly see that happen. The thing is, man, like the defensive impacts haven't been bad for gino this year i was talking to danny shirey about it uh, when i saw that this question got asked because i didn't want to seem like super stupid on here and be uninformed about the way that his, his defensive impacts have been they were actually very very good at the beginning of the season kind of tailed off right now but you almost wonder like okay he's had two maintenance days recently i don't know if you saw yesterday at the time of recording this um that he was like just skating around in gym clothes and like wasn't actually participating in team practice mm. i was a bit worried about him not being in the lineup like I thought maybe he was dealing with a little bit of an injury or something, but then yeah. he was back at practice today. So seems to be good, but you just wonder like, is he dealing with something right now? Is that maybe why we haven't seen, you know, the best version of Gino? like the beginning of this year, him and Riley Smith looked great together. Uh, all of a sudden, just doesn't look like the same player. Even if the points are like that, like he's not having like long scoring droughts or anything like that, where he's left off the score sheet. But like, if you're actually watching the games, I just, I don't think that Gino's look the same to me. And I just wonder if something maybe is up.
0: I mean that would make sense because that line kind of fell off a cliff rather rather quickly. Um yeah. so I man. Moving him to wing feels inevitable at some point. Um but they got get good, a good they don't even have a good enough like they don't have a good enough like third and and how, fourth line this, center I to be able to ask. Move. yeah, like acquiring a second center. <laughs> they would have yeah. to. That, maybe that's who they were they they required to replace the uh gen, the Gensel hey they could the have signed back. uh the
1: and I don't know how this conversation went this and I think I brought this name up already maybe he like wanted to play in that area but Matthew Shane signed with Dallas for like 3 million and he's got 40 some points this year like imagine if they make that signing as opposed to like Noel Achari or something
0: yeah yeah, a lot of a lot of things could have changed. Also, I just realized by looking at the standings, how do the Penguins still have five games in hand on the Flyers? Because
1: Penguins haven't played, like the Flyers just played, right? <laughs> and the, Peng- the Penguins have had another stretch. They went Saturday to Wednesday. They're going Saturday to Wednesday without playing. Like I'm, I'm looking now. At it's about couple, to be like every other day. The
0: Flyers have played sixty-four games, and or fifty fifty-four games. Excuse me. And they have sixty four points. The Penguins have played forty nine games. They have fifty three points. If they win all five of those games, they're only a point behind the Flyers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, so, I, like, I, while while I we're we're talking very negatively, obviously they're not in a, like the worst spot in the world when it comes to sure, the standings. Yeah. There's still a lot of room for improvement, but like they they, they could have they could get into a decent spot. And when you look at like wild card. Potential looking at some of these teams. Um, they've only had one game in hand with like Toronto, who has 60 points. They got two games in hand on Detroit with 60. Those, those are both tied, but they, they've got several games in hand among like the like Islanders and Capitals. They, they have two or three games in hand with some of those teams, so there's ground to make up and it, it's, it's capable, but man, they just got to stop. That's why playing we we're talking like about the idiots. <laughs>
1: That's why I brought up the you know the four point games, you know, through a lot like the stretch of hockey that they have on the stretch of the season, like specifically in April, every game really is going to be a four point game because they're playing these teams every night. So yeah, I mean, again, I'm not like super optimistic with the way things have looked recently, but like, you know, it's there for the taking. They're gonna be able to control their own destiny with the way their schedule is.
0: Yeah. Well, they do get one of these four-point games this week. Um they have the Panthers obviously t- tomorrow night which is this is the, hold on. I'm trying to break not break the fourth wall, but break the fourth wall. This episode's going to come out after the Panthers game. Right? Right? Mm. This yeah. So okay. <laughs> so this, Wait, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. it It'll be Thursday, yeah, it will. so. It'll be Thursday. So, who knows? Maybe they won a game. Maybe they, maybe we should be more pissed than we than we are right now though. Um <laughs> but then They play the Blackhawks on Thursday, so they have a back to a, a Wednesday, Thursday back to back, and then they play on Sunday against the LA Kings and they play the Islanders, which is one of those four point games that we're talking about. Um, next yeah. Tuesday, so we'll have four games to talk about on next week's episode. Three of the four games are at home, so you want to make up some ground. This is where you do it. There we go. I'm not confident though.
1: Ah, we'll see, we'll see what the next week the big week i mean four games we're talking about probably before we record next so we'll see did they dig themselves a deeper hole or are they starting to climb out of it shall find out anything else
0: no no i just i just wish hockey was fun again it's it stinks because football's over and now yeah, I, 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 like normally this start. time of year wouldn't feel as bad to me because Mm -hmm. okay it's okay we're not to just baseball yet we get some hockey in between but your hockey team stinks now too so Mm -hmm. it's not it's not as far as it used to be
1: well we're about to talk about baseball as soon as we're wrapping up here so pitchers and catchers about to report uh go check out our pirates episode when it drops the time you guys are watching listen this is probably tomorrow um But yeah, like, subscribe, hit that notification. If you hit the notification bell here, you're going to know when every single episode is dropped. So just be sure to do that. Hit us in the comments with anything that we talked about, questions for future episodes, all that good stuff that I say on every episode. Check out the description, everything custom designs. Get yourself a custom shirt, hoodie, whatever you want. Except hats. Cannot get custom hats from everything custom designs. Yeah, the title, the name, very misleading. Everything custom designs. Not really everything. So uh, a lot of different stuff you can get from her. I'm thinking about it. Um, our friend Haley Wagner, Small Business, go check that out. The link is in the description. Leave us a five star review if you're listening to Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from. Smitty for Tyler this has been around the four and two penguin show. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.